Howdy people, it's Messcast. It's 2.34 in the morning on the 5th of June and I just had a coughing fit because sometimes a girl wants to have a popsicle and sometimes she chokes on it. And um, it was the blue flavor. Coming for you, blue. Coming for you. Alright, I'm getting slayed with some Jesus stuff right now. And I have a lot of thoughts about Jesus. I have a lot of feelings and... I don't actually think anybody cares what I think about any of this. Or why it matters to me or how I live my life. But, um... The good old JC has been a very important figure in my existence since my knowing of him. Which came around the age of eight or nine. But around the same age, I was also downloaded with a lot of other information that has also projected me into my current reality. One of the things that I picked up on very early was um, about politics, personal politics, favoritism, and the way things are balanced or imbalanced by that alone and essentially seeing who the gatekeepers are on how balance can be achieved or totally messed up I also was downloaded with the fact that we have extraordinary capacity within us on so many levels to do so many things and um reality as it is lived most commonly does not facilitate or encourage the acknowledgement of how powerful we are and that never set well but uh, it was acknowledged for me and I just went with it because that's how just about everybody else operates without saying differently and people shouldn't be afraid to speak out how they think how they think or how they feel or how they perceive the imbalances of the world I'm sorry I'm still (coughs) I'm still choking on the popsicle juice alright So people are posting things about Jesus or in connection to that line. And what I need to say, what I think and feel I know to be true, come at me, you know, if you want, I guess. But oftentimes in the reality that we look at and the way things are presented to us, from different angles is that there are 12 archetypes this happens through astrological signs um, through astro theology and the integration of what those signs might mean and when you look at the bible jesus had 12 disciples years ago i was not as a tiny child i was probably in my early 20s Um, I got this download about the 13th that brings them all together that is the one, right? 
And something about these archetypes that pops up is like, especially because people attach their astrology, they're like, oh, I'm this or I'm that. And then even in the uh, tarot, there's like pretty much just 12 archetypes with branches. The thing that's always excluded in these kind of more esoteric or occult practices is the neglect of the 13th and the 13th is the balance of imbalance it's stronger than what would be considered like libra libra is the balancing act represented by scales <clears throat> the 13th balance of imbalance is where we have an archetypal human. So by archetype, I mean like what we would want to associate ourselves to or might feel associated to as something that is a bit different than what you can discern from the others. Something about this balance in this human is presenting a certain amount of kindness through masculine that is not uh, seen in other ways. And that most of the other, well, I mean, all of the other 12 archetypes, they themselves are imbalanced. They can create balance with each other in certain connections. Um, but they can also create a lot of imbalance with other connections. This one archetype doesn't need the other archetypes to exist to be it because it is all of them and it's like self-rectifying. <clears throat> this is not to say that the other 12 are not important because each one of those 12 amplify a certain aspect of the 13th. And we need that 13th because not only <clears throat> does it show us how, how the masculine can be nurturing, but when we <clears throat> take the greater context of what Christ is and the connection that that is to the material formed world and the etheric or spiritual formless world we come at the crossroads right and it it needs all of it to exist only to show itself as another option another option a willful option. You don't have to take it. You don't have to be it. But you can choose it if you want it. And it's there if you want it. <clears throat> I wish I could honestly believe that someday I'd get to meet Jesus. But honestly, I feel like the world is so jacked up. And we're already being so programmed to 
potentially accept things that are very, very unreal in the future. Which is why I think the importance of the choice to pick up this archetype will help in discernment and is something that we, if we choose it, no, it doesn't mean that we become infallible. It means we become more compassionate to the fallibility of others and also more compassionate with ourselves and our learning process to be better. A person like me can get really caught up in the idea of perfection. And when you go into religious texts, there is a huge conflict of wanting to be perfect, but also being reasserted to that there is no potential way for you to be perfect. I think the idea of of Christ is choosing an archetype that is compassionate to itself enough to know you're going to fail sometimes but you're always working for that best thing this can get really messy in the sense that so many people go through mental aberration and there it isn't it crazy right (laughs) that when people sometimes do go crazy that they think that they are jesus or god okay well i have ideas on that too um beyond what would be considered mental illness but i have no backing on it i don't necessarily feel like talk about talking about that right now but in the other sense of all the other archetypes I think there is some sort of absolution or redemption when you come to realize the 13th which is the one that is the all and when I saw it in my head When I saw it in my head, I saw it as 12 circles overlapping themselves in a circle. So concentric, and then seeing that empty space in the middle, which held them, which was another circle that held them together. And it wasn't really anything I had ever seen before, especially like described in the way that I saw it. Or in uh, geometry. But when I saw this, like I imagined you could just pick up that one middle circle if they were all linked together and the other ones would be attached to it. And I don't know. They couldn't exist without one another. And the 12 could still exist together without that 13th one holding it together. But if they did just exist together, when you held it up, it it looked different. It wouldn't have 
the same overlaps, there would be less dimension. The 13th added this dimension. And maybe that's kind of where people are moving to in their... Um, acknowledgement of the dimensions that they exist within already. Every day I'm going through multiple dimensions. And it's not... It's not as tangible necessarily as like just going to get french fries or something. I don't know. Um, You could go get french fries and still exist in all these other dimensions all at the same time. And things can be happening that you're, you're just like only sideways aware of until after the other things are done. And while you're sitting there and eating the fries, you're, you're thinking back on what happened and you're like, oh, I saw this, this, that, and this. Like, so much is going around us all the time and we're in the middle of it. And yet, <clears throat> we're told that the world doesn't revolve around us and we shouldn't pay too much attention to this or that. And how could we be so selfish when... even if you go out to get french fries when you choose to leave one location to go to another especially around people you quote unquote don't know it changes the energy dynamic so significantly that this can be a great thing or a horrible thing And just by being in the proximity of certain people, you can change energetic spheres for miles, if that's your intention. But most people walk around unaware of that. The idea of the 13th archetype being the Christ is that he was very well aware of his sphere of influence. He knew it was timeless. He knew it was persistent. He knew that it was because he was constantly in contact with his creator. And that no man could tell him, you know, where to go or what to do. Because every moment was a choice and a conversation with creation. So even when he was, like, tested by the devil, also a creation, to be in any of the 12 other archetypes they could have been found fallible because their weaknesses are obvious in their archetype the 13th archetype being the amalgamation of the 12 knows all those struggles and all those remedies and chooses quite honestly to not participate in the same way that is common These are, in my mind, very simple things. Um, But they were never explained to me like that at a Christian college, you know, or in church. These are things that you learn when you want to choose something else. And then there are downloads, but it's multidimensional. You have to separate yourself away from a title of religion in order, I think, to get a clearer view or 
at least a less judgmental view. Because if you associate yourself with a title and try and do this kind of work, essentially you're going to probably try and follow somebody else's footsteps and then feed that that directive or agenda and I don't really believe Jesus was about fulfilling anybody's agenda except for to live as he knew he should internally because he was full of spirit and connected to his creator in that that conversation so it breaks my heart there's like a lot of people bastardizing something that could be a really useful text for all kinds of people and that even today you know I watch things about Mandela effects and all this and I pull out all my Bibles to see what's changed or what I didn't notice before. The thing that I face ultimately is that any book can be sent through the censors or the editors. And I don't necessarily believe what I was taught was true in the clandestine transcription of what the Bible was or is supposed to be. What I do know is it's a book that is withstanding for some reason. So we're being allowed to have a certain amount of information about a thing that people can't really conceptualize because it has literal moments, but it is an etheric book with more to say than just taking it literally. And for me, I have a very hard time taking it all literally uh, because I, I just cannot fathom, I really cannot fathom a second coming. I cannot fathom one person appearing and proclaiming, especially when there's like, you, you will be potentially deceived by this other guy, Maitreya or whatever. And then we have programs that are existing in our government, like Project Bluebeam, which is supposed to put holograms in the sky so that we think we're being taken over by aliens. These things are in the works, that's definitely for sure. So that's why it makes it hard for me to think about knowing one returning messiah. <clears throat> and this is going to be contradict- contradictory or like um conflictive to some people. But the way that I perceive it to be is that enough people kind of a critical mass come to the conclusion that they get the choice of the archetype and they actually live 
and work work that way. They work to live that way. They are aware of what they're doing. Enough people do that 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 is the second coming because ultimately when all these other jacked up things are happening and they're being impressed upon people, it's mainly to capitalize on the fact that they're not thinking for themselves, they're gullible, and they're easily in a fear mode. Jesus wouldn't be there with that, right? And it's going to take a lot of compassion from people who understand that what they're seeing isn't real to deal with people who are freaking out. And so this choice and everything leading up to whatever happens next is a training tool so that when they're compressed in these situations, emotionally, fearing physically, everybody is going to need one person at least in their life who's chosen to take the 13th archetype. Everybody's going to need a chance to meet somebody who's choosing to pursue divinity in a way beyond whatever the status quo of whatever that place is. And I don't, (laughs) honestly, I don't know how it's going to be for people in places who haven't had a lot of Western exposure, talking like I don't know, Papua New Guinea, like tribal places. I don't think they actually need uh, the 13th archetype the way that other people do. The 13th archetype has come about because things have gotten so jacked up that we have to, we had to create something that would um, rebalance an imbalanced structure by taking weight off of here and putting it over there kind of thing. And when you don't have the 13th, these things bounce back and forth together. And sometimes they work really well. Sometimes they don't. So... I'm really thankful to the people who continue to put out Jesus content, even though I'm not religious anymore. Um, Honestly, I think that if Christ is a real person, he would be super disgusted that anybody would call themselves Christian or Jesus freak or whatever. I don't think he'd be impressed. Um, Most of this is just about how we amalgamate the information that we're given about this and how logically we can see it for what it is multidimensionally versus literally. I do think that there are probably some things in the Bible that are literal, but (laughs) why would we expect literal from the man who spoke in parables right it just I don't know (laughs) may Christ be with you in the best of ways because 
so far as I can tell, like, it's a great archetype to have at least in your toolbox of function in the world. And when you pray to him or whatever it is you do or how you use the tool that is the grace, may you get the best answers and act accordingly. And that praying would be not something a wild animal does to another wild animal, you know? That your prayers would be met with grace and that you'd be able to see all you can do beyond your physical capacity because we are multidimensional humans. Peace be with you.